0: Tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to
1: The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 62. In this episode, we are covering chapters 17 through 19 from the book King of Scars. This is your host, Eric.
0: And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A
1: world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moisavi Yenyi casters. Hello. We are very happy to be with you.
0: We are.
1: And yeah. So let's say hello to who? Oh, our cities. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our
0: cities. We have Waukegan, Illinois. Wow.
1: And next, we're going all the way to Haifa, Israel. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: That's incredible.
0: That's awesome.
1: Every single like place is incredible. And it just like, it's weird to know that. Our producer tells us every episode, like a different place, that we have listeners coming, like listening, and it's just thank you guys. We're so happy
0: so much.
1: So uh, before we get started, for those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. A dollar goes a long way. Your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Grecia Cast. You can Venmo a tip to at bodhimm
0: or Cash App dollison c-o-d-h-i-m-m also leaving a review on your podcast platform liking and following us on our socials especially our youtube channel would make us oh so very happy
1: yes and anyways yeah our youtube channel i've been looking at that and like just to remind you guys this is a podcast yes <laughs> and that's what it mainly is and i'm trying to get better at like remembering that we do have a video camera. <laughs> yes. And i forget. Um so anyways, i'm going to work at it though because i know that we're going to start possibly getting maybe some people that'll just be listening to the podcast or watching it, i guess. Um So Yes,
0: there are some people that strictly do one or the other, so hopefully it's entertaining.
1: <laughs> and we did build a beautiful set for you all. So i mean, did. we might as well. And our
0: producer works so hard on our video.
1: I know. And yes. this this place is cute, so... So cute. Uh, yeah, we might not have all the great, like, gadgets and wonderful, like, graphics that some of these other videos do, but we're getting there. We're, we're trying.
0: We're a podcast, so... We
1: are. But
0: they anyways... Deal.
1: So, how you doing, girl?
0: Um, good. Mm-hmm. I was at a conference most of the week, so, yes. um, didn't really do a whole lot, except that I started, um, a new... Hobby exercise routine. Oh. Very random. Um I started learning Highland Dance.
1: <laughs> really? I did okay, so I that Very could have gone random. anywhere. Yes. Yes, it
0: could have gone anywhere. I'm typically um the creative type. So like, you know, learn a new like <gasps> Highland
1: a... dance? Yes.
0: So I started learning Highland Dance.
1: Okay, so I've got a kind of <laughs> like I So when I think of dancing and like mm-hmm. something like that, I remember. Israeli dancing growing up when I was Jewish, that was a big thing because Israeli dancing was so much fun. Um, Not that anybody else would probably like, I don't know, I think Israeli dancing is probably only for just Jews. (laughs) We're the only ones. And pretty much we just like take pop songs from Israel and like make little fun dances to them and then call them like a whole like dance, but (laughs) Highland dance. Yes. Okay. H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Okay, so what is it?
0: Um if you know what like Irish dancing is, it's okay. similar to that. Gotcha. Um, but with Irish dancing you keep your legs straight and together and you just kinda come up on your toes. Um, but with Highland dancing, they have what's called like Highland knees and you actually like bring your knees up more and there's more like kicking and stuff.
1: Oh so, yeah, I'm some of these pictures, yeah. Yeah. Okay, girl. Well we're gonna <laughs> I have to get I, you a kilt.
0: I needed well,
1: I, You've got I'm I sorry. I, yeah. am, yes, I am yes,
0: I am I'm ha- I'm half Scottish and half Irish. Um, so I got some plaids. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> plaids are cute too.
0: Yes. I am the whitest girl that you ever did, little mate, but they're not um, only
1: for lesbians.
0: <laughs> I mean
1: <laughs> Well wow. I'll use it for that
0: too, but mm-hmm. um but yeah, I needed something more active to do and I thought, why not? And well, I went between the two. I like the sound that Irish music makes more like the Irish dancing, because you typically wear like, you know, clogs that like make clicky clicky sounds and it's really cool. But um I huh. stuck with my Highland roots.
1: Well that's awesome. Yeah. I wish I could say I've done something like <laughs> active like that because I mean, right now in our world it's very important to do things like that. I don't do anything active like I mean seriously like since COVID hit like I really don't I used to work out all the time I used to always yeah. go to the gym and like lord I mean I get a lot of activity each night when I get up and like go and get me and my dog a snack <laughs> and that I gotta cut out because I'm doing a lot of midnight eating yeah. and not eating some good stuff. Eating like, well, I, f-
0: I just figured since I was like on my feet for like hours making soaps because you can't really do it sitting down right um it's really good for like the your lower legs like your calves and your ankles and your feet and so i thought it would be a good way to strengthen that and, and uh you can do it in your living room that's <laughs> nobody awesome. has to see you
1: <laughs> i think those are the best times to dance like i haven't done that in a while but i remember i'd love to like wake up and have the house to myself and like you know put on some music i remember like Listening to RuPaul Uh and, like, dancing all over my house. Like, you know, I had it. Like, I mean, it was just, like, getting into it. Yeah, you
0: stole my heels.
1: I did. (laughs) And I still have those. You do. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, Terry, every other heel I wear, like, I can't walk in. And this one, like, why did... It was like something like was making it feel like safer or something. Like there's a strap or something. I can't remember where it was. Well,
0: it's more of a platform. And then like the heel itself is more of a stacked heel. So it's not like a stiletto or anything. Like it's got more stability to it. And I've got giant feet. So it works out.
1: Well, I just, I have always wanted to like kind of like, you know, have an opportunity to like mess around with drag. Mm -hmm. And like during that time, like I was like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then like. I got into heels thinking this is going to be like, I'm going to get it. They because, make it look
0: so easy. Yeah,
1: I'm going to be the next Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And I like, whoo, I still look like, I don't know.
0: A baby giraffe trying yeah, to Yeah,
1: and like holding in like a turd or something trying to like stay. Like, I do not look sexy walking around. It's just like scooting around, just like, whoo. Um, so we'll just say my Beyonce days are... Very far in the future. (laughs) Um, I'm definitely going to need some more practice at that.
0: Well, you can start Highland dancing and build up those calf muscles.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because I used to only wear the, like, I'd only practice in the heels when, like, Chris was gone to work. That's like,
0: dangerous though cuz now you're going to be laying on the floor with your ankles broken and nobody's here to help
1: you. Well, hell, I didn't want him like walking in and seeing me just walking around like I mean in my in my underwear wearing heels, I'm in the kitchen, I'm just trying to get used to them.
0: And then your legs are all like mangled like ah.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully one day I all my drag queen friends and oh, I give it to you. That is that's a hard feat. I, I, it really, I see what you did there. Pun. <laughs> I know. You're so punny. But I am punny. It's hard.
0: Yes, it's very hard. I would,
1: I'd love to like, I don't know, just have any like, any man that like, is just like, whatever, like, that must be, it, it's just walking. You try it.
0: Uh, yeah, go for that.
1: <laughs> because I can't even. I don't
0: even do it. My queer girl self-wears flats and Chuck Tees all the time.
1: (laughs) And see our girls at play, they are bouncing around just doing their Beyonce and feeling themselves. Mm -hmm. And just they look great doing it, too. So maybe one day. I did like I thought it was kind of cute. One of the things that Lee put on Instagram, I just showed you the thing where it was like Nikolai and Zoya. And like I thought it was cute that under Zoya's name, it was like combat boots. Yes. Because, and I didn't. I didn't really think about Zoya being a comboot, a comboot, a comboot kombu- kind of girl. <laughs> um, I just comboot. <laughs> oh.
0: There's a new term for us.
1: Sure is comboot. Kombu- I don't know. I've always kind of like. I mean, I guess it would probably be like easier to be a squalor in boots.
0: Kombu- well, yeah, you're not going around wearing some like giant heels. heels. <laughs> That's like save that for the comic book world. Where yeah. they're all with like their big boobies and their big heels. See, all that my, are so impractical.
1: All my powerful women in my head and that I've always loved always wear heels. Mm. Um, and that's not how it works. I know. <laughs> I remember when I was younger. The first, like, I didn't really even like comic books, but I did for like a moment tried to get into them and of course like I went and looked and the one that I thought was awesome was Catwoman. I was like yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually just found like the first like <laughs> comic book I ever bought which was Catwoman. It's really old um, but she is like Yes. I mean I understand what you're saying like it's comic so like Comic book
0: girls are
1: Yeah it's not realistic. It's very stacked. like
0: It's
1: definitely not like <laughs> I don't know. It's it's they Definitely make her curvy and yes. doing lots of things that, like, I don't know, just kind of made me feel bad that, like, I enjoyed it because, like, I feel like it's, like, definitely like, just, like, putting this bad stereotype for, what yes. like, women. and But I loved Catwoman because I always thought she was just so sexy and, like, she, like, mm-hmm. especially when Michelle Pfeiffer played her. Oh, oh yes. That's Lord. the best. That was amazing. Yes. And, like, that outfit, when she made it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I wish I'd be handy like that. You are. You're good at I am. sewing stuff. Yes. I mean, I have a
0: whole degree in it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lord. I mean, I'm I'm going to try to one day like our keftas, which we're going to have to get and make one day. Uh-huh. Um, I can't do that because I'll have like I'll, <laughs> I don't know, it'll look horrible. It'd be like some kind of bad like Gone with the Wind. Oh no, it wouldn't even look like Scarlett. With her, like
0: no, Leah, we're gonna have to study it. Like when it, when the show comes out, we're gonna have to like study it to a T and figure that out.
1: Because I don't want the winter ones that we saw. No, I, I don't want, want the combat des- ones. Mm-mm. I want the designer, like just sitting there, like silk and like mm-hmm. yes,
0: the flashy, fancy ones. Oh yes,
1: absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So I guess we, we, <laughs>
0: we I, probably, I guess we could
1: get started. Speaking
0: of keftas, <laughs> yeah,
1: we've got a lot coming. We can to talk you. about the
0: Grisha verse.
1: And just so you guys know what our schedule is, we have got it planned out so we can actually finish this book by the time the show premieres. Mm-hmm. So if everything goes correctly, that Thursday, the week of, um, I guess it's like, yeah, it'll be like the 22nd of April. We will be finishing the last chapters mm-hmm. and then boom, there's the show. So that way we'll go right into like covering the show each week. And um, that'll be fun for all of us. We're just going to, like, kind of, like, you know, take a little break. <laughs> and Geek out. And all of us can, like, read Rule of Wolves then and then come back and then cover it.
0: I still am geeking out over the crows being on the fold. I can't get over it. Um, I know. I'm slightly um, obsessed at this point
1: with at, it. N- Trying to figure out why Jesper's on there?
0: They all are.
1: I, it's just, I— So,
0: like, Why? Well, why? it's just going to be
1: so, it's going to be cool <laughs> because it's, it's stuff we don't know and it is going to, it's going to intertwine them. There's going to be like, there's going to be two separate stories, but there's definitely going to be a way, like in a reason, like, I mean, Well, you know. it's just
0: the three of them that are on the fold because Nina and Matthias are, are shipwrecked.
1: They're pro- so they're probably covering, I bet, like that prequel story yes, there. Where she
0: was taken and yes, so they're probably covering that part. And then they're probably going through, like, what the crows were up to. Um, yeah.
1: Well, what. Because Kaz made,
0: and Nina didn't.
1: Because, like, you're. You just made me think of something. Because, like, I mean, if we cover Matthias and Nina, like, their prequel story. We know, like, I don't know, the, some of that stuff. Most, but we yeah. don't know, like, during that time period. Yes, the Kaz correct. and the and like So that would be kind of, like, that makes sense. Yeah. There's going to be a connection between them and, like. I don't know, Ravka and everything and the Darkling and Alina. There's going to be. There yeah. has to be. So I see that. I don't know how they're going to do it. Slightly
0: slightly obsessed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we've that trailer's amazing and um by the way, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed that special episode. Um we just had fun discussing it and going yeah. through it and um picking it apart and finding things and I know there's a lot of other people doing it and that's awesome. It's really cool. I can't wait to see what actually like Some of that stuff is. But I love discovering stuff with you. Yes. Like, I mean, like, when you pointed out that the rider on the white horse, like, we didn't know what that was. But then when we realized that, like, the first army, Mm -hmm. that could be, that's definitely what that was. Yes. So. It was
0: a first army uniform on that horse.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, so much is going to happen. And let's just. Dive on in. We need to go.
0: (laughs) We need to do this. We can talk about it
1: forever. We yeah, and we've got a lot to cover. So here we are, chapter seventeen, and it's Nikolai. And I'm gonna start off with the beginning of the chapter. Quote, the skiff was abandoned and the sands carried Nikolai, Zoya, and Yuri to the giant palace, the dunes sliding beneath their feet in a way that made Nikolai's stomach lurch. He prided himself on adapting easily, but it was one thing to implement a new technology, adopt a new fuel, or dare to wear shirt sh- shirt sleeves at dinner without a waistcoat. It was quite another to see your understanding of the natural world smashed to bits in an afternoon. You look unwell, boy king, rumbled Juris, who had resumed his dragon form. A novel means of transport. I don't suppose you'd consider carrying us on your back, the dragon huffed. Only if you'd like to return the favor. Nikolai had to crane his neck to take in the palace as they approached. He'd never seen a structure so vast. It would have taken a regiment of engineers working for a thousand years to imagine such a creation, let alone see it built. The palaces and towers were clustered around three major spires, One of black stone, one of what looked like glowing amber, and one of what could only be bone. But there was something wrong about the place. He saw no signs of life, no birds circling, no movement at the many windows, no figures crossing the countless bridges. It had the shape of a city, but it felt like a tomb. Is there no one else here, he asked. No one, said the shifting grotesque in a chorus of baritone voices punctuated by the growl of a bear. Not for almost 400 years. 400 years Nikolai looked to Zoya but her gaze was distant her hand clasped around her bare left wrist end quote so a lot going on there so we finally like see where like I mean they're going to this palace and like it's not just like a palace it is a huge like place it sounds like it it's a city almost
0: yeah a very strange weird city, city.
1: <laughs> yeah because it's got like but it's just it's massive. And it's got these weird towers that obviously, like, kind of resemble or have to do with one of the the saints. Um, So, it's just, there's no life there. And the saints explain that they have been there for 400 years and cannot escape. It is, like, some version of the fold. Here's a quote. We had power before the word Grisha was never was ever whispered, when the extraordinary was still called miracle and magic. We have lived lives so long they would dwarf the history of Ravka. But this place, this particular spot on the fold, has always been holy, a sacred site where our power was at its greatest and where we were most deeply connected to the making at the heart of the world. Here anything was possible, and here we were bound when the darkling created the fold. We are woven into the fabric of the world in a way that no other Grisha are, the threads tightened by years and the use of our power. When the Darkling tampered with the natural order of the world, we were drawn here, and when his experiment with Merzos failed, we were trapped within the boundaries of the fold. End quote. So that explains some stuff, gives us a little history. So they've obviously apparently just been there. Since the Darkling created the Fold, which is way, 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 way back.
0: (laughs) A very long time ago.
1: Yeah. And because the Fold, like, whew. And it's just weird that, like, out of all the different saints, like, these three, like, I mean, like, because it says that they were, like, I don't know, drawn to it, this place. But, I mean, like, these three specific? I don't know. That's just a question of mine. So... Here's where it gets a little interesting and involves our Nikolai. So they're discussing what's going on. Here's a quote. Then at last the time came when the Fold was destroyed and the Darkling was slain, and yet our bounds did not break. We remain prisoners because the Darkling's power lives on in you, end quote. Okay, so there we go. We're finding out more about, one, why they couldn't leave. They were expecting to, um, but... They couldn't because the Darkling actually wasn't completely gone because he's still in Nikolai. Mm-hmm. That little, you know, that shadow monster still up in there. just <laughs> up vis- in there. Just a bug you can't get rid of.
0: Yeah, that that is a very interesting um, thing that I hadn't thought of. Right. Is that, like, there is still part of the Darkling that is surviving. So, Inside. like, he's not completely gone. Exactly. And I completely didn't even think about that until it's brought up.
1: I know, because you think, like... When you think about it, I didn't think of it as a part of the Darkling. I thought of it more of, like, his magic, but not, like, literally him. But But
0: remember, whenever he did his little shadow creatures, it took stuff out of him. Yep. So, makes sense.
1: And then, like, Zoya hearing his voice when, like, like, it's just... Yep. It's crazy. So... Here's, what's, here's another quote, and this is going to explain what's going on. The Thornwood is older than all of us, older than the first magic. It is the wood from which the first altars were made and from which the walls of the little palace were constructed. I can raise it from the roots that survive beneath the fold to begin the ritual, but then it will be up to you to summon the monster from inside and slay it. So that's Elisabetta talking about the obis Baya which is the ritual. Obis Bumpy. Uh, Obis Bumpy. And apparently this is just like a very interesting ritual because so they're going to use the thornwood, which is buried beneath supposedly. And it's like the thornwood is a really big like part of like their folk tales and things like that um, because you read about it and you hear about it throughout like the verse, especially like in like the lives of saints. And then also when you read um, the language um, the book of her fairy tales, which language of thorns. So, this whole like thornwood is very interesting. And, um, yes. And that's the only way, I guess, that they're saying that like he can get rid of this monster, but he's gonna have to slay it himself. So, Zoya asks about the survival rate that Nikolai is going (laughs) to have. And it's pointed out that it's really up to him because he will have to fight against this shadow. But the only way to defeat the Darkling and bring life back to the fold is by this ritual. So they're really stuck in no other situation. Like, I mean, this is they have to do it. I mean, you know Nikolai is going to have to because, I mean, he wants to get rid of this. He wants to, like, and... Now you've got these saints, which is very interesting because they're saying that they can survive and move on, but it, he, they have to do this like Obisbaya thing. So here is the end of the chapter that I'm going to read. And so, quote, so after you skewer and roast me and I wrestle with my actual demons, what happens? The Darkling's power will be eradicated once and for all. The boundaries of the unseen will break Life will return to the fold and we will be free. Free to do what exactly? Zoya asked. It was the right question. She might be mourning her lost amplifier, but she was always a general, and perhaps Nikolai was too desperate for a cure to think like a king. Maybe power of that kind they just witnessed should be contained. Don't you know, little witch, said Juris, great power always has a price. Elizabetta gave a single nod of her head. When we leave the bounds of the fold, we will be mortal once more. Mortal? Zoya asked. Otkazatya, you would say, without Grisha power. Humans who will live brief lives and die permanent deaths. Zoya's eyes narrowed. Why would you give up such power? Do not think it's an easy choice, said Elizaveta, some bitterness in her voice. We have spent hundreds of years in debate over the over it but we cannot go on in such a way this is what the universe demands for freedom from this half life one eternity is enough said juras i want to walk the world once more return to the shores of my homeland maybe fall in love again i want to swim in the sea and lie in the sun i want to age and die and pass into realms i have never explored you should understand said Grigori. It is not just your life at risk, but your country as well. If we fail, if you cannot endure the ritual, we might create another tear in the world and cause this blighted place to overspill its shores. But that may happen anyway, said Elisabetta. Everything is connected, tied to the making at the heart of the world. As the power within you grows stronger, there's no way to tell what kind of chain reaction it might trigger." You will want to discuss it, said Gregory. but make your choices quickly. Marizos is unpredictable, and every day the monster inside you takes firmer hold. There's nothing to discuss, Nikolai said. They had their answers, and the time was short. When do we begin? End quote, end chapter. So we've got a lot of information there. The saints want this to happen because that does not also give them um, freedom to be like be free. And they won't be tracked at the fold anymore. They will not be Grisha and not have powers anymore. But they will get what supposedly they want, which is to be rid of this place. Which I mean, if you're trapped in this castle that was had no life for four hundred years, and like I don't even are we there yet where they like said like you can't don't even eat or sleep in this place? I think they did like like that's another part of this, like wonderful package of being in this like <laughs> yeah. palace is, and like this weird place is like you also you don't have hunger, you don't eat, and you don't sleep. Yeah, so it is a very you would go insane. I would.
0: It's very strange. That's, I'm not 100 percent sure that like I'm on board with this part of the
1: story. What do you mean? Like to be like,
0: honest, it's it's just so
1: weird, random, and, different.
0: and weird and different. I'm just I don't know. It w- it wasn't like.
1: Uh, see I love it because it's like it's history yes and it well you finish this book so you know where it goes like I mean it kind of like it just it gets deeper I think into like our like the Grisha verse itself the magic and like I don't know I just think it's interesting especially when we get further in and like just understanding it it is weird um and odd to think like because still, we don't have an answer. Like, how did all of a sudden, like, they just yes, end up there? Exactly. Because, I mean, it, that wasn't explained either. Like, I mean, Zoya was doing something, and then all of a sudden they just appeared there?
0: Yeah. I think that's part of my problem, too. It's just, it's very random for we, me.
1: You need some explanation. You yeah, need an I answer. Guess. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll get answers.
0: Maybe we will.
1: Yeah. So, how about you go? Okay. Right. What you got?
0: I got chapter 18, which follows Nina. Oh, hi, Nina. And so it's been a while, literally five chapters. So let's remember where Nina is. Where um, are you, girl? has. remember she fainted, and Nina had just started training Hana.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Forgot about that.
0: So that night, she stays awake, and after midnight, she hears people outside loading up a cart and goes into action. She finds Hannah's hidden clothing and races through the trees to the fort. She gets there in time to see the convent cart roll up to the gate. Convent cart is hard to say.
1: Convent cart. Yes. And (laughs) by the way, real quickly, your tea, girl, this is good. I just took a first sip of my- This is my favorite. She brought over some-
0: Salted caramel. Salted
1: caramel tea. It's my favorite. And I just took my first sip. And it is delicious. It is.
0: It just warms my heart.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, continue-
0: (laughs) Convent cart. Um, she races down the hill and acts like she's chasing it, telling the guard that she fell behind because she has to gasp, urinate, Oh, which freaks him out because we can't talk about that. And um, he's hesitant, like, whoa, what's happening? And then she starts crying <laughs> and he rushes her in because we can't deal with women and their emotions. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She finds a room with massive, warm vats, and the next room tells her that they are making ammunition for tanks.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So, were the poisons in the river a corrosive byproduct? Don't know. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't make total sense, especially with the wolf bite.
1: The wolf bite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. when
0: she got bitten by the, the yeah. wolf. Yeah. When she sees
1: forgot about that. Yes. We haven't heard her story in a no, minute. No, so literally just,
0: five chapters.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, so it's taken me a minute. Sorry.
0: So um, I have this quote as she's finding her way through the factory, only simply for the fact that she mentions the crows.
1: <laughs> hey, got to do it.
0: <laughs> she wished she had Inez's gift for spy work or Kaz's gift for scheming, but she only seemed to have Jesper's gift for bad decisions, end quote. Aww. I just had to, you know because we got our little friends back for a second.
1: Honey, that's an Easter egg. We're going to go over all Easter eggs.
0: (laughs) Um, She was thinking that she's had her answers. It's a munitions factory, but the voices are telling her not to leave. So she lets them guide her through the factory, even though it seems completely empty. Then all of a sudden, she hears an infant crying. What in the world? Why? Why? Of all places, yeah, is there a baby crying? <laughs> so she well, follows a spring maiden into like a dormitory where women and girls are just laying on these like cots, um, with spring maidens like rushing around to care for them. And there's a girl that is pacing around who looks like sixteen at the oldest, who is in labor, and this girl is begging for something. And Nina recognizes it as, like, her addiction to Perem. Wow. Which would make this girl a Grisha. The well, med- the well mother walks in with her little cart full of syringes with a ruddy liquid in them. For those of you that don't know what ruddy is, that is a brownish red color. No. Nina is confused because Grisha on Perim are dangerous. Right. Even like they and these girls like aren't even in restraints. So this is very confusing because Prem is a stimulant, but these girls are acting like they're on a sedative. I mean, in my brain, it's like heroin. Right. And that's as far as I'll go with that. Um, she recognizes a woman and a girl that from the very beginning of the book that Berger had sent away from the Elling docks. I don't know if you'll remember that story. Um,
1: oh, wow. Yes.
0: Yeah, so she recognizes this woman and this girl, and she realizes that this is what happens to the Grisha women who don't get away.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I remember that. Yes. I didn't even make that connection. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. Okay.
0: Um, it's clear that they are made to be pregnant and give birth to Grisha babies addicted to Perem wow. or Perem substance that would make them the perfect Grisha slaves.
1: Yeah, and this is all in Fjorda, which is just, like, so crazy. It's just, I mean, it's so weird.
0: (laughs) Like, how? uh, This whole thing. See, this part
1: of the story is so crazy, I think. It's just.
0: It is very weird.
1: Yeah, because, like, I just think of the history that we know of Fjorda. Like, I Mm -hmm. mean, and everything we've gone through. Like, one. And what
0: we saw at the ice court.
1: Yeah, it's just so weird to think, like, I mean, out of this entire world, really, there's only one place that yeah. <laughs> Grisha are safe, and that's Ravka. Uh-huh. And, like, they are constantly at war with everybody around them because they're just—everybody else is, like, either freaked out of Grisha so much that they want to now have Grisha and control them and have, like, it's just— Fjorda... But
0: they, Fjorda needs them for their military,
1: Right, because to
0: build the weapons mm-hmm. and their defensive places like the ice court. So they, they need them yeah. to do those things for them, but they are against them them as a being. Which, so it's like they they are okay with them existing as servants.
1: Right, exactly. That's all you, like as long as you do the power for us. And I feel like out of the entire Grisha verse world, like Fjordans are probably maybe I think like the most behind out of like technological advances. Like I mean with like I don't know if you think like so Ravka's like trying to do the submarines and then they've also got the flying things. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like Fierta has tanks. Fierta has tanks, but I th- like I don't know
0: if they're it's because they're I don't know if it's behind. I would say like Catterdam would probably be the farthest behind. Um but Fierta has always used Grisha so I don't see them as far behind because even though they they might not have subs or anything like that. Yeah. They've got strong freaking weapons because they use Grisha. The Grisha to do everything. Yeah. And they were using Grisha as weapons and the shoe were as well. Right. So.
1: And they've been, but they've been doing it like hiding it the whole time. Yes. And it's just, Fjordans are it's so interesting to hear that because it's, the Shuhan that we don't know much about yet, but we will soon. Yes. That, and they're the ones that they're, they use Grisha blood, right? Isn't it Shuhan that, like, I mean, they, they want to, like, use, the, like, they're not, like, completely against it, but, like, I they can't have remember.
0: The, they have, like, the Kergued.
1: Right. They've got the Khergud, um and the, cra- those crazy, like, things. But I also feel like, I'm trying to remember. I feel like, one of the countries was like they like to use Grisha blood to like help with like things. Like it was more like they were they like using the body parts. Like they weren't oh no. Does that ring a bell or am I going crazy? Am I going on a tangent not making sense? I don't know. Okay. That's a answer kind of yes.
0: <laughs> That's uh let's look that one up. I feel like um
1: we talked about that a while ago. I'm sorry.
0: Nope, you're good. Now I'm thinking. Okay. Um So the well-mother goes to leave when a guard asks her if the straggler found her. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So now the guard demands a head count, and Nina just doesn't wait. She just (laughs) runs. (laughs) The alarms go off, and she hides behind some old equipment. And as they're looking for her, she's desperately trying to come up with a plan. So she looks around, and she just whispers... No mourners, and launches herself through a glass window. Okay, um, she tumbles onto the ground, gets up, and takes off running back to the convent. And she, because she absolutely has to get there now before the well mother returns, right. because now that they know that there's somebody, yeah,
1: Check. yeah.
0: Um, so she makes it into the convent as soon as the cart is coming up. She throws off her muddy spring maiden clothing as she's running through the convent. And she runs into her room, shoves the clothing in a trunk, tells Leonie, pretend to be asleep. I've been here all night. (laughs) Um, And just as Nina jumps into bed, throws over the covers, two spring maidens come through the door. Nina and Leonie pretend like they have no idea what's going on but the maidens see some mud on the floor Uh oh! and they start looking through the room and find the muddy uniform in the trunk. The well mother appears and questions Nina about why she has it. And as Nina is like hemming and hawing, trying to come up with something to say, Hanna shows up behind the well mother and says, they're mine. I went riding when I wasn't supposed to. And I took a fall from my horse. Wow. Nina is like, um, okay. And she goes along with it. <laughs> and after the well mother lectures them both, she leaves to continue the search for this mysterious person. Leone asks Nina if what she found out was worth it. Nina says yes. And then she also realizes that Hanna is going to have a lot of questions for her. Yeah. And she took the fall for her. And so she deserves to know. Absolutely. But she then realizes that there is no way in the universe that she could tell her anything
1: no Mm -mm. that's the end of the chapter and i just want to apologize when you gave me your crazy like when you were looking at me i thought your chapter was over and you didn't say your chapter was over and i'm so sorry when i went on a tangent (laughs) a couple minutes ago i for some reason looked over at your computer screen thought i saw like the end of the page and then like in my head like what you had said was like oh that's the end of it so that's why i kept talking and then it oh, just no, finally clicked when all of a sudden i was like oh you're not knowing your chapter because
0: <laughs> we had a good conversation though
1: i know but then all of a sudden like i was brought up i said something and you're like i don't know and i was like oh yeah okay <laughs> and i was like i am so sorry girl
0: best friend communication yeah
1: i whew, lord but that's a good chapter. There's a lot of stuff going on. I I really do enjoy like Nina's story because yes. it's just so separate, but it's kind of cool also to know that like she was hired by Nikolai. Like yes. I mean, like she's, she's on official business. Yeah, even though we're like reading his story, like she's still connected to that. And mm-hmm. that's just really cool. And I think it's neat to know that like I mean, just the way that she's going through stuff. I mean, it she's She's had a hard life or kind of like, I mean, she was happy. And then all of a sudden all this happens. And like, I can't imagine what it would be like to just look completely different than you normally look. Like.
0: Yeah. She even has a new body. Yeah. Like, in that chapter, I didn't say it, but like she's talking about how she's having a hard time, like with the body that Jenya gave her. I yeah. can't even.
1: Adapting to that.
0: Imagine.
1: There are some really like, I don't know who's done the artwork, but I've seen some pictures of suppose of Hannah and Nina, like. In their like the way that she looks, and I don't know whether it's like professionally done- I don't know it's really good though um some it of the... made her look like a she looked like fi yeah and, like with more...
0: blonde hair and
1: yeah, like, different eyes and like hair, blue eyes and it's just weird to think like I mean we've got this one character that we don't even for sure really know what she looks like, but to now think that she looks completely yes. different <laughs> than what she didn't even know what she looked like, so I don't think I'd recognize her the way she is right now, no, so. Uh, it's gonna be crazy see i just keep on thinking like where we are right now and think of what like what's gonna happen in rule of wolves just yeah i know and uh for all of you out there that have like read the lives of saints like that stuff is so good i love all these easter eggs and terry hasn't but she's about to Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make her read it real quickly (laughs) and we'll cover that Mm -hmm. as well so anyways i gotta stop these tangents but I've been really thinking a lot about Grisha stuff recently because it's actually like I don't know, it's in a lot more places now. Yes. I, um and I'm I'm excited. Um just everything's gonna be revealed. I was thinking that you and I need to come up with like um a way and we could put it on our website. Ooh, we're supposed to talk about that. We have a new website, looks really cool, looks really cute, and I'm going to float this idea by you, but maybe we should come up with like our own test that you could take and like find out what like order you're in or find out what, like I know the ones that are on the Grishaverse, but actually work. Yeah. Nothing against the Grishaverse.com. Just ones that like (laughs) not everybody gets cast. Right. Yeah. Hey.
0: So go to com. Yes.
1: And, um. There's a little
0: countdown to the show on there. There is. It's There's a fun place where we can link things that we've talked about. Um, You can message us on there. There's all kinds of fun stuff on there. You should check it out.
1: Yes, my husband, producer, put it together. He spent, like, a whole weekend doing it, too. Like, I didn't expect him to be doing it that long. But I remember, like, I went to bed, and he came in at, like, 4 in the morning. Like, he had just sat there working on it. And that's so sweet. I know. And he just love it so he did a great job we're we're gonna add more to it we're gonna have fun if you guys have any ideas um we'd love to hear them really like i mean let's make this a team effort grisha cast is like really fun for us and i know there's a lot of great fans out there that want to participate so yeah we would love to have you participate um in something like just a way to help us and for us to like i don't know we're gonna start having more guests and we've already had guests and yeah Love to get your opinions and questions and things like that. So, anyways, let's move on to chapter 19, which is Zoya, mugger. So, here's the beginning quote. Zoya had thought they would be led to new rooms that would serve as their living quarters. Instead, Juris and Grigory departed, and with a wave of Elizabeth's hand, the table and chairs dropped into the floor. A moment later, new walls rose around them. The sand twisted and arched. Forming three doorways around a central chamber, all of it the lifeless, sun-leached color of old bone. Zoya was not sure how much more of this she could stand. The world felt like it had been torn open. End quote. Um, is everything okay? Because
0: <laughs> it sounds like there's a tornado going okay, off in the I'm producer
1: just made- making sure my husband didn't like die or something. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, listeners and viewers. I was reading and just, just a dog with the zoomies. Just heard just like the stuff coming from the producer room it's, and like I can't see. So I, I was kinda getting worried. Like, did my husband like is he like having a seizure on the floor? And like I should stop this and anyways, he poked his head up. good. Okay, so continuing on. Um Okay, yeah, so <laughs> whew. Zoya is um obviously there's a lot of crazy stuff going on still. I mean, there's a lot of magic. I mean, Tables and chairs, you can just all of a sudden have drop into the floor. I mean, it's just a great way to like decorate and get rid of something if you didn't want it. I mean, Elizabetta, just like, I don't know, that's kind of cool. You know, I don't like this room the way it is. So let's just real quickly just like change it and tables and let's get new chairs and all that. I what a great power to have <laughs> the power of design instantaneously because I, don't I want hate that. Yes, because I hate moving stuff. I hate carrying tables and things
0: I hate spending money on it. So if I could just like change it.
1: The furniture change
0: it all the time.
1: Yeah, carrying the furniture is the hard part for me. I'm not Not the money. (laughs) No, not the money. That is not It's um, the
0: money for me.
1: Which by the way, hopefully next week we'll have some new tea set items. Woo!
0: I'm so excited. (laughs) We're getting like this
1: new teapot that we're gonna use. It's gonna be cute. So actually Terry and I will have our like we'll actually have a teapot that we're like going to share because right now we have our own little personal ones. Um, I don't know if you guys know. I'm just like a little crazy over this like tea company called T2. Shout out to them. They're from Austra- They're based in Australia but also have a U.S. website. Their stuff is cute if you like tea. Okay, that had nothing to do with the Grishaverse. But we're going to move on. So Zoya is hesitant to trust the Saints because um, obviously they've been there just a minute. Um, and it's just not, not like reality. It's just a very odd place. And Nikolai says that they really don't have a choice. And this place is just weird. You don't sleep, you don't eat, and they can't leave unless, um, Nikolai pierces himself with the thornwood and hopefully, (laughs) yeah. And he's got to pierce himself by the way, like through his heart and, Somehow then the shadow monster is going to come out and he's got to fight that, which I mean, really kind of just in your head when you first hear it, like, how are you going to fight something when you're attached to like a Thornwood?
0: That's the same story as like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He thinks that he's going to like kill himself or shoot himself and like Hmm. the bad part is going to... Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I was in a play and...
1: Hey girl, I I know you love that. So, I mean, (laughs) and what... What breaks my heart is I actually don't know the story of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Like I know the like premise of it, but I've never seen the show. We need to I've get never you the
0: the the musical. That's all you need. The musical's oh, I know. all you need.
1: I heard her. We got you. Yes, I remember hanging out with you once and you were singing it. Yep, you love that musical so much. Well, some of those older musicals are amazing. So good. Yeah, um, we're not going to talk about Les Miserables because my husband's around. Um, <laughs> he would kill me. I made him go to that on. Christmas day and um I will never hear the end of that one.
0: Never forgiven you.
1: No. And what was worse is the fact that like days after that he wouldn't everything was sung like he if he just I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm turning on the air conditioner. <laughs> just singing stuff and I'm like whatever. I know you didn't like it. Get over it. Um which We watched the Disney movie um, last night, which was amazing. Um, By the way, Raya, um, The Last and The Last Dragon, or whatever it is, is so good. And I'm going to continue, I promise. But (laughs) you have to watch that movie if you haven't. I know I spent like extra money just to be able to watch it on Disney Plus, but it was totally worth it. There's no music in it. So if you don't like musicals, great. The story's awesome and it's cute and it's beautiful and uh, one of my new favorites. So. Um, okay, so we're gonna continue on. So Zoya's all like, whatever. I don't know what's going on. She wants to get out of there. And Zoya also is still mourning over her amplifier. We've got to remember that like mm-hmm. melted off her. And all of a sudden, Juris pops up and says that he um he he needs to speak to her. Like, I mean, he that Nikolai is not the only person that is gonna be going through some tests. It's time for Zoya to have her first lesson. So Zoya goes with Juris. Juris tells her that he was a warrior in his first life, and that gets her attention. Here's a quote Zoya raised an unimpressed brow. Sanct Juris, who slew the dragon, was really a Grisha who made it his amplifier? She knew the story well. Every Ravkin child did. The warrior who had gone to best a beast and fought it three times before finally vanquishing it. But now she had to wonder how much was legend and how much was fact. Juris scowled and continued down the stairs. Amplifier, like that pathetic bauble you clung to so desperately. When I slew the dragon, I took his form and he took mine. We became one. In the old times, that was how it was. What you practice now is a corruption, the weakest form of the making at the heart of the world, end quote. So interesting because that's saying that the Grisha power and using amplifiers is the weakest That is all we know so far. Yeah. Okay. So here's another quote. In the old times was there truth. Then in the stories of the burning thorn had those monks not been ordinary men, but Grisha who had taken the shapes of beasts to better wage war against Ravka's enemies had both the Grisha theorists and the religious scholars gotten it so wrong. Zoya didn't know her tired, battered mind couldn't make sense of it. So End quote. She's just going there. Like I mean, remember that story that we heard? That possibly, like I mean, the kind of like the the war that was beginning and like and the what was it? There were like the religion, like it was the priests that turned into like animals and fought for Ravka. It was like we just yes. re- yeah
0: yeah. It was wasn't it like the vi- the very first
1: the beginning of something? What was it? Oh my god, we're so. It bad was at... the
0: very first um king guard king's guards. Um, yeah, they
1: were discussing the first soldiers and the king's guard.
0: Yes, the very first king's guards could transform and, that, and then when they when the time came for them to turn back into people, they couldn't. couldn't.
1: So she's going through her head like thinking like are those stories wrong? Were those men actually Grisha and not? Right. So Zoya asks what he wants of her and he explains that when he passes into the mer- mortal world, um, his powers will go with him, but his knowledge need to, needs to go with her. He wants to teach her. And, um, hey, sounds good. So <laughs> this, we're about to also do... Also terrifying. Yes. Um, so we're about to do a scene. And this scene, I put together the most important parts of this conversation. So... Don't read through the book with it because it's kind of pieced. But um, I just wanted to, like, really break it up and, like, get some of the most important information and read it doing a scene. But I didn't want to break it. Like, I just didn't want to, like, all of a sudden, like, just stop and, like, you know. So this is the best way. So hopefully this creation is good. I'm going to be playing Juris. I know, weird. And Tori is good. Tori? That was a combination of Terry and... Zoria in a really weird way, and I also know.
0: just listening to Tori and, and having li- a full-on conversation about Tori. So, like, that was just one big like pfft.
1: peeps. I, <laughs> I'm ha- I'm gonna make it through, but it's Friday, yeah, it is. Thank <laughs> God. Okay, so Tor- t- Terry, you did it again, yay! I keep calling you Tori. Well, that's a absolute. Like, I mean, that is not an insult. I mean, no, it's not. That is, yeah, that's well, our. She got her
0: name anyway. So,
1: Terry. We'll be playing <laughs> Zoya. <laughs> Had to enunciate, enunciate that one. Okay. We are professionals. We are. Okay. So real quickly, a special. Thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year Twenty Six. So are you ready, girl, to do this? I'm ready. Okay. So um, we're gonna do it.
0: I feel like it's been a while.
1: It has. We haven't I don't even think we did a scene Mm-mm. last week. So Um, curtain up. Oh, that is amazing. I clicked the wrong button. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope no one's booing at us. I've got to take that off, but that was hilarious. So anyways, let's try that again. Maybe people will like it. Curtain up. Ah, there we go. Right button. I keep you on your toes, girl. All of the rules the Grisha had created, that you live by, the colors you wear, you think you've been training to make yourself stronger, when really you've been training to limit your power.
0: Zoya shook her head. First, this oversized lizard had robbed her of the amplifier she'd earned with her own blood, and now he was insulting the training she'd dedicated her life to. She'd taken her education at the Little Palace seriously— the theory she'd read in the library, the poses and techniques she'd learned in Bagra's hut by the lake. She'd practiced and honed her abilities, forged her raw talent into something more. There had been other Kai who had started with more natural ability, but none had worked as hard. You say that, but I know that training made me a better squalor.
1: There was no name for what I was.
0: But you could summon, she pushed.
1: I could, I did. It was one more weapon in my arsenal.
0: In what war?
1: In countless wars. I was hero to some. Others would have called me an invader, a barbarian, a sacker of temples. I tried to be a good man. At least, that's what I remember. Not all of us take to nobility as well as your king.
0: If you expect me to damn Nikolai for his goodness, you'll have to wait a while.
1: And if I tell you Ravka needs a more ruthless ruler?
0: I'd say that sounds like the excuse of a ruthless man.
1: Who said anything about men?
0: was this creature's game. You wish me to steal my king's throne? You mistake my ambitions.
1: Juris rumbled a laugh. I mistake nothing. Do you really believe you were meant to spend your life in service? You cannot tell me you have not contemplated what it would be, what it means to be a queen.
0: As if a queen does not live her life in service too. I serve the Grisha. I serve Ravka.
1: Ravka, he rolled the R in a brow. You serve a nation of ghosts. All those you failed. All those you will continue to fail until you become what you were meant to be.
0: Finish your story, old man, or set me free to find a glass of wine and a nap.
1: You'll find no wine here, little witch. No sleep either. No respite from oblivion.
0: Zoya gave a dismissive wave. "'then set me free to find more interesting company.'
1: "'Juris shrugged. "'There is little more to tell. A, ra- "'A ravening beast came to our land, "'burning everything in its path, "'devouring all those who dared oppose it.'
0: "'I always thought the dragon was a metaphor.'
1: "'Juris looked almost affronted. "'For what?'
0: Heathen religion, foreign invaders, "'the perils of the modern world.'
1: "'Sometimes a dragon is just a dragon,' "'Zoya Nazielensky. And I can assure you, no metaphor has ever murdered so many.
0: You've never heard Toya recite poetry. So the great warrior went to meet the dragon in his lair?
1: Just so. Can you imagine my terror?
0: I have an inkling. She would never forget her first sight of Juris with his vast wings spread, and she wanted to know how he'd bested the beast. What did you do?
1: what all frightened men do the night before i was to meet the dragon i went down on my knees and prayed
0: who does a saint pray to
1: i never claimed to be a saint zoya that is just the name a desperate world gave me that night i was nothing more than a scared man a boy really barely 18 i prayed to the god of the sky who had watched over my family the god of storms who watered the fields and fed on careless sailors. Maybe it is that god who watches over me still. All I know is something answered. When I faced the dragon and he breathed fire, the winds rose to my command. I was able to snatch his breath away, just as he tried to do just as you tried to do with me. Twice we clashed and twice we retreated to see our wounds. But on the third meeting I dealt him a fatal blow.
0: Juris in triumph. She would not do him the courtesy of sounding oppressed.
1: But he surprised her by saying, Perhaps I should have felt triumphant. It's what I expected. But when the dragon fell, I knew nothing but regret.
0: Why? she asked, though she had always felt sorry for the dragon in Juris's story, a beast who could not help his nature.
1: Juris leaned his big body against the wall the dragon was the first true challenge i'd ever known as a warrior the only creature able to meet me as an equal in the field i could not help but respect him as he sank his jaws into me i knew he felt just as i did the dragon and i were the same connected to the heart of creation born of the elements and unlike any other
0: like calls to like she said softly she knew that feeling of kinship ferocity. If she closed her eyes, she would feel the ice on her cheeks, see the blood in the snow. But in the end, you killed him.
1: We both died that day, Zoya. I have his memories and he has mine. We have lived a thousand lives together. It was the same with Grigori and the great bear, with Elizaveta and her bees. Have you never stopped to wonder how it's possible that some Grisha are themselves amplifiers? They are connected to the making at the heart of the world, in the time before the world... The word Grisha had ever been spoken. The lines that divided us from other creatures were less firm. We did not just take an animal's life. We gave up a part of ourselves in return. But somewhere along the way, Grisha began killing, claiming a piece of the power of creation without giving anything of ourselves. This is the pathetic tradition of your amplifiers.
0: Should I feel shame for claiming an amplifier? Zoya said. He had no right to these judgments. How often had Zoya cried... How many futile prayers had she spoken, unable to rid herself of that stubborn, stupid belief that someone would answer? It would be easy to ponder the universe, safe in your palace, away from the petty, brutal dealings of man. Maybe you don't remember what it is to be powerless. I do.
1: Maybe so, said Juras. But you still wept for the tiger.
0: Zoya froze. He couldn't know. No one knew what she had done that night, what she had seen. Do you mean
1: when you are t- when you are tied to all things there is no limit to what you may know the moment that bracelet dropped from your wrist I saw it all young Zoya bleeding in the snow full heart full of valor Zoya of the lost city Zoya of the garden you could not protect them then and you cannot protect them now not you and not your monster king end theme. Oh, good. We got applause.
0: Oh, good. It wasn't a boo oh. this time. Ooh. I didn't yeah. know if I was going to be able to, like,
1: I know. control
0: the laughter. Like, it caught me so off guard.
1: <laughs> I know. Same here. I just, like, pressed the wrong button. I We hadn't done it in so long. So, like, I just was like, boop. And then just I was like,
0: like, Ooh. put your hand to it and hope you get the right one. Yeah. It was hilarious.
1: I know. <laughs> what's funny is, like, I don't even use... We don't even use the soundboard that often anymore. We don't. And like I've got all these little sounds on there. Just for you never know. So, anyways, continuing on, um, Zoya asks if they are done, and he tells her they haven't begun. So that was that was an interesting scene though, don't you think? Yes. Like all the information in there is pretty much just breaking down everything that Zoya knows, especially the Grisha orders, saying that like you can just have all this power and that the Grisha orders were limited. I guess, a way, in a way, limiting the Grisha. Juris tries to tell her that she is blocked by using her power the way she is used to. Grisha are supposed to give a piece of the nature back that they obtain. So, gotta remember, getting an amplifier, you kill the animal, yep. and you get the amplifier. Yep. So, Juris and Zoya start to fight, and while Juris coaches her and tells her to let the storm in, just trying to poke at her, and keeps it, he says, like, open the door to her true power. is just getting frustrated and just yes. pissed. I don't <laughs> even think she's trying to do anything. But in her rage, she all of a sudden, like, somehow releases and starts to feel the storm inside brewing. She fights him and actually begins to feel the lightning under her skin. And that has never happened before. So she's intrigued. She's yeah. just like she actually sees what he's talking about and she gives in and agrees to let Juris train her. So that's the end of that chapter. Um and I just I think there was a lot of great information in there. Um just just kind of cool, you know, for us like Dorks that love all the like technicalities <laughs> of like Grisha. I just think it's neat that like we've got this saint that's like breaking down all the walls of everything that we've learned so far mm-hmm. with Grisha power and saying that it started off that way. You know, I mean, I just think that's interesting that, like, because obviously he was just a Grisha that, like, got known as a saint, and, like, just, it's so neat. And now he's like, come on, he's a dragon. <laughs> like, that's really cool. So, okay, well, it's that time for Grisha, Grisha cast, cast news. news! So, we just always have to press that. At least I can press the right button. <laughs> yeah, wait for um, it. So, Grecast News. We're pretty much just getting ready. Right, we've got a lot of stuff coming. Um, thank you to everybody that sent in um, things for Lee's birthday present. Yes. I um th- I think tonight was the last night you can send them. So thank you so much. Um, for those of you that did contribute, thank you. I have not gone through them because I've been keep making sure that they're all like in my email and like i don't want to open them because i don't want to lose anything so i've not read anybody's yet but thank you so much i know there's a lot in there and we're excited to put it together and um means a lot lee's gonna love it so um what else we got we um we're gonna be having some really cool things happening soon um yeah stay tuned
0: Um, We we have decided to do a watch party on the day that it releases on the 23rd. We will tell you the exact time, but we are planning on doing an Instagram Live, so you can join us and celebrate with us.
1: Yeah, and it's not going to be, we're not, (laughs) we had thought about this, and like at first it was like, I made it this crazy huge event, like, but... There's no way we're going to be able to do that because one, like it also comes out like on a Friday. Not everybody can take Friday off like crazy, uh, crazy me. Um. So anyways, we will be um, yeah, we're going to be doing that evening. So Friday evening, um, we're just going to kind of 30 minutes before we decide to press play. We're going to kind of or I don't know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to ask them yeah. um, and we're going to probably watch all of it all the way through and then maybe at the end, like come back on and maybe discuss, see what people think. If you want to watch it, I mean, we're not going to... Maybe two days later or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? We're still (laughs) kind of figuring out. We have figured out that we are doing this watch party, though. Yes. So if you'd like to be a part of that, share in the joy and have fun, let's do it. So anyways, it's been a great week. And um, yeah, next week we're going to be covering chapters 20 through 22 so we're going to keep on rolling so we can get through this book and yeah it's yep. wonderful so well you guys have a wonderful week we'll see you next week we love you guys bye bye
0: like we're at the end of the hour so my voice is a little husky a plus
1: no, no mourners.
0: mourners no funeral
1: this has been grisha cask Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at GrishaCast.
1: A special thank you to our background music created by Kendra Dante's and produced by Year 26.